0: Thank you for joining us on another episode of Why Theory. As always, I am your host, Ryan Angley, Joined, as always, by co-host Todd McGowan. Todd, how you doing, buddy?
1: I'm doing good, Ryan. How are you?
0: I am doing well. And today, uh, we are beginning the first of two, I think, seasonally appropriate episodes. We're, of course, going to dip into our our Santa's bag and uh, come up with a uh, Christmas-themed episode uh, for just before Christmas, releasing a little bit earlier. But today, also seasonally appropriate, we're talking about debt.
1: I think that's, that's
0: right. a that's a, a a topic on uh I probably on a lot of people's minds all the time, unfortunately. I may have some stories that may come up in the course of this conversation to talk a little bit about that from uh from and, my and end. we but,
1: encourage all listeners to go into debt to buy holiday gifts for their <laughs> friends.
0: Yes, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, known known capitalists, Ryan Engley, yeah. Tom McGowan. Uh, yeah, of yeah. course. Yeah. Um so go into
1: deep debt. Yeah. <laughs> this is deep. a this is a uh a requested episode by our can we call her our friend already? I, I, I guess call we call her could. our friend. We, 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 quite, we got along quite famously, but I our friend so. Astra Taylor has has yeah. uh, at the, asked uh, at for the, this episode. Yeah.
0: At the Debt Collective, which is the um the best thing to come out of the Occupy movement, if uh, people don't know know about it. Uh well, okay, well, first we'll introduce her. Uh yeah, Astra Taylor, filmmaker and political activist, co-founder of the debt collective. And what the right. debt collective uh does uh, among many things, um, they do liaise with uh the government on things such as student debt. Uh advising the uh Biden administration not to uh forgive student debt in the way that they did, which has now been open for court challenge and correct. Uh, you know. correct. So uh for one thing, but they also um buy people's debt um and 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 make them debt-free. Uh so right. it's a great uh, I, initiative is probably too small of a word, but it's, uh, uh, yeah. So wonderful organization. Yeah. Uh, so we're yeah. doing, we're doing this, uh, episode, um, at her request. Uh, hi Astra. And, um, it's also, this is also kind of a backdoor, uh, Lacan seminar 16 episode. So Correct. Uh, That'll be fun Um, because by the time we get to seminar 16, I think I'll have killed you and consumed your remains.
1: That's right. Uh, And there'll be a new co-host.
0: There'll be a new co-host. And I want to be clear. I don't want to do that. I I just, I will have to like, that's just how it, I think that's, that's how it works in, uh, in our religion. Uh, So, uh, so debt, Todd, um, in, I think the, um, I think a good place to start with this would be the, um, uh, to move dialectically. Let's start with the common sense idea. So yeah, you use so, you, you use this phrase earlier. The common sense idea is that you go into debt. Now correct, I think correct. I think we're going to uh we want to challenge that uh in, in a certain way. So what's what's uh, I don't know if wrong is the right word, but I'm just just for want of a of a better phrase. What's wrong with thinking about debt in that way that you go into debt?
1: Right? I think you said this to me and I think it's right that that debt is Asymmetrical right like that is this, this yeah. you did say this, and I, that is the starting point, not the position that you fall into so mm-hmm. and i I should be clear this is within capitalist society because I think it's possible to imagine other epochs in which this wasn't the case, but capitalist mm-hmm. society absolutely depends upon nearly everyone being indebted and and for sure the working class being indebted, and we'll talk a little bit later about the structure of the way pay is given out and the way that that ensures debt. Mm. But so so debt is primary. And I think mm. that's a really important way to think about things. But it then, and this is another important way in which, and this is something else we'll talk about at length, the way in which debt is ideological, that it gives you the sense that you can somehow get out of debt and become whole. And I yes. I, I I'm yes. reminded of this statement by Paul Manafort, who was uh, Donald Trump's first campaign manager. Mm-hmm. And he wrote to one of his Russian cohorts and he said, How can we use to get whole? Meaning, how can I use my position on the Trump <laughs> right. campaign to yeah. get whole? And my grandfather was a great and avid gambler, and he I used to hear him on the phone talk to his bookie. He'd say, What can I? Can I give you my daughter to get whole? Can he, you know, can I, what could I use to get whole? Uh, he didn't say that. He loved my mom. But, um, but, but he said a lot of things. Uh, he would have said, my wife. Could I give you my wife to get yeah. whole? That's for sure. He would have said that. Um, but the point is that, that there's an idea of wholeness attached to debt. Mm-hmm. And that wholeness doesn't exist because we're always necessarily lacking subjects. Right. So the, yeah. that's the, the, the dupe the duping that takes place within even the concept of debt. But I, I like what you said, that the idea of going into debt mm-hmm. ideologically obfuscates the fact that we are starting— we have to start out in debt, and we always have to remain in debt. And mm. not only us members of the—not members of the elite or the upper class, but everybody within capitalist mm. society. I think it's a really interesting point that not—that even the the wealthiest— like even bill gates will take on debt when he wants to expand microsoft right so it's right. not so it's not like debt is just confined to the the even the middle class right like mm-hmm. debt permeates the permeates capitalist society which i think is part of the way the ideological work that it that it does
0: you know one of the um uh chief um, fan complaints of the uh, Manchester United ownership, the Glazer family is that they that that's what they do is that they uh, they take out loans to buy players. They don't use any of their own, own money, money for it and so it saddles the club with debt which they can get out of kind of whenever they want if they want to sell the they want to sell the, the club and then the stadium is in disrepair. Uh, cause they don't put any real money into that. And they also have the team listed on the, uh, New York stock exchange. So like the, so all of these, so what they've managed to do, I mean, they're not even like particularly that smart. I mean, like anybody could do this when, if you right. had that much money is you find out a way to own something and invest in it without putting any of your own money into it. And I, and, and, but, but it, but that requires like that requires debt. And the, I, I think the, um, what would you say? The grace that is afforded the rich is that you have assets such that you can go into debt with the idea that you can get out of it, that you can get whole in this uh, right. at, le- at least from the perspective of an Excel spreadsheet. Like at right, some I point. think
1: only from yeah. that perspective, yes. though. Right? Like yeah, I think yeah, yeah. that the I think that the, you, you, the whole point is you you never. I mean, that's one of the ways that capital functions, I think, that it that it holds out the idea that you could get whole, like the Glazers could get whole at any time they wanted to. Mm-hmm. But of course, they never do. Like they stay. Mm-hmm. The whole point is to how much debt are we going to run up? And it, if you go to a, this is an interesting exercise. Once you're <laughs> further along, maybe you should try it. Um, <laughs> like we went to our we we had you know we had we 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 got in a position where we could pay off our our condo, right? Mm-hmm. And so we went to our person that does our taxes. We're like, we're, we're going to go pay off, and he's like, don't do that, don't do that. You want to hold on to a certain amount of debt, and we're like, we don't like having debt. We want to get rid of our debt, and and he said, it's not in your financial interest, yeah, to get rid of your debt. So it's just like with the Glazer situation. Like the the, the, the structure of capitalism is such that you don't. You're penalized pretty severely sometimes yeah. for getting out of debt because it precisely it takes you it it I mean obviously capitalism isn't a thinking machine but it, what it does mm-hmm. is it takes you out of this psychic investment in the in the system if you're not indebted and I think the when you're you remain indebted you you remain in this psychic investment which is crucial and and what's attached to that is this idea of eventual wholeness but yes. if you if you If you recognize that you're inherently a lacking subject, you never the the idea of some time when you're going to get whole it doesn't really tempt you because you know that that time will never come
0: yeah it's you know it's an interesting example, and we may talk about my um <laughs> my own personal debt history on this such that it is relevant to the conversation but um I ran up a lot of debt in uh getting in well in college. Just in general just in my 20s and, because I wasn't making a lot of money I mean I think this happens to a lot of different people and every I've, I,
1: everybody I everybody that.
0: and I yeah. started to claw I started to claw back because it was um it was six figures it's five figures now um, high five but um but some of credit cards I've been able to pay off and uh, one of the first card that I was able to pay off because I started with the highest interest they cancelled it on me because I stopped using it. For yeah, a period for a period of years, and one of my other, I had a credit line through PayPal, and I just checked the the account the other day because uh, t- it was the first, and I wanted to make sure that there wasn't anything on there. And they had reduced my because um, I wasn't using it. They had reduced yeah. my credit limit from what was pre- it was previously I don't know what it was to like a thousand dollars, but it, and I was like, are you kidding me? I was like, that's because that's you know that affects your credit, like your like right. and your right. your credit um is uh like is determined like your credit score determined uh one of you know big factors of course is like how much debt can you take on that's the right. whole idea how much debt do banks or whatever trust you with like that's your that's your score that's your Yeah but
1: what you're the point you're raising is fascinating because you, you're actually capable of taking on more debt, and they're lowering your credit limit. Yeah, so yes. it's yeah, yeah, it's yeah. like it, because <laughs> they want to reward you for taking on debt and penalize yes. you for paying it off. And I think yeah. that's a
0: really, really important way that 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 structure works. Well, that's psychically, the, so, right. So yeah, yeah, so let's. I, I want to move to that. So that well, I think what we just went into that's the practical asymmetry. I think of, of yeah. debt is that you think that it is. Like, oh, yeah, get out, you know, get out of debt. That's going to be good. That's going to be good for your credit. And I think, like, you know, there are other, but, I, you know, we've given, like, some examples that that's not, that's not, not true. Actu- it's not true. Yeah. That's not the, that's yeah. not the, uh, that's not the goal. It's not, like, defeating the final boss in a video game or something like that. Like, that's not, you know, right. you, you you want to, you actually want to lose to these bosses. That's what the, that's what the credit uh, companies and the banks, that's that's, that's right. sort of what they want. But what is the, like, so the, um the psychical asymmetry is, uh, I think where we're going to, uh, hang our hat, uh, a lot yeah. in this episode. And, um, as I said, this is a backdoor, uh, seminar 16 episode. We, we covered a little bit, we covered the forward discourses from seminar 17, I think we, and we talked about the sand, sand So that's like the farthest out in, uh, Lacan's, yeah. uh, canon that we've covered. Uh, he introduces and does not talk about a- again. Um, right. But for maybe scant reference, yeah, um, there's a few references. There's a few references. Yeah,
1: mostly not. And, and uh, this idea of surplus enjoyment, surplus enjoyment, what you were getting ready to say. Yeah, that's yeah. What I was going to say. Yep. In, in yeah. French, it's plus de jouir, surplus enjoyment. Uh it's fascinating because he 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 derives it from Marx's surplus value. Mm-hmm. So, and and he's and 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 he says in a very fascinating and suggestive statement. uh, you know, really, what's at stake in capitalism is surplus. Enjoyment more than surplus value. And then you're mm-hmm. like, all right, there's going to be some rich. And then he's like, and then let's talk about Pascal. So there's really, <laughs> uh, and then I'm going to develop these four discourses in the next seminar that have absolutely, there's not going to be a yeah. capitalist discourse except, you know, in this other talk that he gives. So that's pretty disappointing, I think. Like at the moment, he's going to really. He could have formulated a, a, a psychic theory of capitalism. Mm-hmm. He just mm-hmm. he just he just doesn't do it. I mean, I guess I should be thankful because then I wouldn't <laughs> have been able to write capitalism a desire, but That's but true. I no, but I mean, but it would have saved me, and I could have done something more interesting, right? Like mm-hmm. I think that, that that there's really no excuse for it. like the, 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 you know it's an incredible. I mean, I don't mean to attack him too much, but because it's an incredible insight. But your, mm-hmm. your, I think your point is exactly right that it doesn't really, he doesn't really develop it or go with it. But mm-hmm. you could say that the idea of surplus enjoyment is the key to understanding the way capitalism works. And then, mm-hmm. like, but he doesn't, he doesn't work that out at all. And I think it, it centers around this idea of debt.
0: Yeah, yeah. So, um, well, so let's get into it. Let's get stuck in. Okay. Um, yeah. yeah. I think um, this is your line, so I'm not gonna. I'm gonna just say this. Uh, but this is your this is your idea. But I'm going to say it, just like how just well, I mean, just how you, I you, stole
1: your asymmetry. You, thing, you, so you stole my <laughs> asymmetry
0: point. No, you didn't steal it. You just you just said it. So I'm gonna do the same thing here. The f- yeah. the this is your point that the fundamental gesture of capitalism is to turn a lacking subject into an indebted person. Yeah, and I think yeah. that's a a great insight. And this is uh, like I don't think you're. I think this is innovative. I don't think this is iterative of, of Lacan, uh, I, because he doesn't, he doesn't, he doesn't generate uh, his own thing from that insight. But I think that's the idea: is that and 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 so if you if you understand lacking subject, you then this is. I think this is your point in um in capitalism and desire, or or maybe maybe I'm getting ahead of myself because I haven't read your current book that you're working on, but I think this is where you're sort of coming to, which is that like, if, if you accept the fundamental premise of psychoanalysis, that we are lacking subjects, then what capitalism does is really take advantage of this primary and prior disposition that we, that we have to then uh, to move into the material. So such that then, the psychic reality that we walk around with all the time lacking subject smashes up against material uh, uh, reality for want of a better word and and it, it's mutually uh reinforcing that like you know uh the that going being able to being able to to to, to get a mortgage right to go into that kind of debt is a goal Right. Like, so, yeah. and, and and that trajectory is, uh, begins in the psyche. Would you say that's sort of your point?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Right. And then, you know, and then the, the, the re- but I, 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 I would even add that it, I think it provides respite, right? Like, the, mm. the, like we think of being in debt as a horrible thing. And of course, it is a horrible thing. That's why there's a debt collective, there's like a debt initiative, like that attempts to like deal with, the problem of debt, especially mm-hmm. debt uh, incurred by predatory companies or by mm-hmm. colleges, universities that that, that, <laughs> that issue loans, banks that issue loans so people can go to university, um, but the the respite is that it it allows you to see there. It seems like there's a light at the end of the tunnel, right? Like it seems mm. like. If you're a, if you recognize or confront yourself as a lacking subject, there's no light at the end of the tunnel, right? There's mm-hmm. no, mm-hmm. because everything that's exce- that every every moment of excess that you can possibly experience, is is intricately linked to your lack, right? Like there's no, like you can have this moment of excess just because you're lacking. Not it, the excess doesn't eliminate the lack, but I think with debt, it's the opposite. With debt, you think. Wait a minute, once I get out of debt, then I'm then I'm home f- even use these terms, right? I'm home free. Right, I'm right, whole. I right. I've, yeah. I've overcome the the burden of of my of my debt, right? And I think that that, that getting clear, free in, that's another term people use, right? I'm free and yeah. clear mm-hmm. of it. And all these terms suggest a leaving behind of that burden and of that suffering and I'm I'm, I'm out. I'm, I'm free of it. And I think that's the really misleading dimension of lack. I mean, <laughs> that's a terrible <laughs> slip. It's a really misleading <laughs> dimension of, of debt that, relative to lack because lack doesn't give you that, that
0: out in the way that debt does. Mm. well yeah that's really interesting i mean like yeah like the if you if you think about the again just to to go dip back into the practical and the material like why would you why would you want to get out of debt so that no one would say it this way but this so that in the future you can take on more debt or you can use the debt that you can take on you can do it more wisely like that's the that that is i i think the idea is that like oh i made mistakes i mean like I was telling you before, like um, th- I, th- I stupidly, and I'm going to offer my st- my my stupidity as a sort of a. A lot
1: of people have done this, inclusive of me, not quite to the, your extent, but anyway, <laughs> go ahead, yeah, go ahead. It's so a, after, it's a good story. I mean, it's I, good.
0: I guess so. Yeah. Yeah. So after the, after, I mean, long time listener, maybe this is someone's first episode. Um, if, if, if it is hello, hi, hi new listeners. (laughs) Um, I, so after I was in the car accident that left me with traumatic brain injury, this was uh, 2007. Um, as you might imagine, I didn't have a car anymore. Uh, so I, uh, to my mind needed, uh, another car and I was, this is what I thought I needed. Uh, we'll get to what I probably was I actually needed in a second, and so I bought with my father's help. I decided to take out a or lack of, of bo- help for well, that's you know my mother listens to this, and I think she okay. Would I sort of no, 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 I think she would. Agree, <laughs> I think she would agree with you at the time, but it wasn't like he was just was trying to do what I wanted to, but I didn't know what I wanted. Yeah. I didn't know what I was yeah, doing. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. the um, so I got a new car, like a like a new car, not a new to me. It was a new car. It had four miles on right. It. Right. And um, I got this loan that was terrible. Uh, it was it was like a I don't know what's a regular car loan is like how many years? It's like uh, five years, I think. That this was, was like long. it was a seven or eight. Wow, incredible. I didn't know they could do that. At least. That's, <laughs> that's, that's yeah. that is the proper reaction. Um, yeah. And it was just such an albatross for me, and it was like that's why like i had to i had to i had to work at walmart i had to pay off this thing and then i was a grad student making less money than i was when i was working at walmart um and i had, had to, to take another
1: loan out i had to take that, out a right?
0: loan to pay off that loan but then the loan that i took out because at, at uvm because of the circumstances the interest was so high when i went to uri i had to take out another school loan to pay off of that one and then just to get to a place where it wasn't so immediate so i could stick right. all that loan on the later base and not think about it. And the but to me, I had one friend who saw who saw through the whole thing, my friend Dan, who I don't know how often he listens, uh, but I showed him my new car. I was like, hey, I got this new car. And he was like, how much what's the value of this car? And I said, I said, like, I think twenty twenty thousand. He's like, so you're twenty thousand dollars in debt. And I was like, well I got a new car. He's like, well, you got twenty thousand dollars debt. And I Wanted to change the subject and not confront that, but he was right. Right, right he was right. very right. And uh, so that that whole that whole thing though is like it. it what this this idea of respite is that at every so at the stage where I took out loans to pay off other loans, at each stage of that, it did feel like I was accomplishing something. No, I know like,
1: that's the thing, right? Yeah, I, I agree with you. It doesn't feel like respite. It feels horrible. It feels yeah. horrible when you have creditors calling you or you know you you're you're you have to think about declaring bankruptcy or you know all these things yeah. feel horrible but there I think that and I think when you look there are people obviously who when they didn't see a light at the tunnel at, at all they have killed themselves so it's not yeah. like it's not a, it's yeah. not nothing but the point is that the 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 structure of debt is such that it creates the image, the future image of amelioration, right? And I mm-hmm. think that's mm-hmm. what's different than lack. And even, and 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 there is this, you can also play this game like you've played it and described it of infinite postponement, right? Like yeah. you postpone it, put it off a little bit, put it off a little bit. And I, so I think there's that, whereas your lack, you have to confront every day all the time, right? Like the, the debt, yeah. you can just say, okay, I'm going to put it on a new card and postpone it down, put it down the road. And I think that's why it really—I think really the— I, maybe this is hyperbolic to say, but I, I part of me thinks that the, the the key to capitalism's psychic hold over us, its power over us, is mm-hmm. it, it lies in debt, like lies in the way that debt functions as this— you know, obviously there's the seduction of the new commodity and the way everybody's drawn to that. Of course, that's mm-hmm. a big part— Mm-hmm. and the 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 ideal of accumulation um but i i still think that the, there's something to debt that really is because it's so ubiquitous within the capitalist economy and within capitalist society thinking in terms of debt and 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 the idea of debt is is un, impossible to get rid of right and it, and i think that mm-hmm. is true that's not just a ideological lie uh, so I don't know. So I think that that's, it, it's really a crucial thing. And I think your story really shows how it, how it just insinuate like, and, and the way that it's tied to getting the commodity, right? Like you, mm. you, 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 the new car, you felt like you, and so the only way to get the commodity that you want is to increase your, or go into, to, I just used the term <laughs> yeah. right there, go into yeah. debt, but increase your debt, right? Like that's the mm-hmm. only way to get the new, the new the only precious to, commodity.
0: The depression, yeah, and so then you you end up in this thing where like, uh, why do I need the job, off school so much? It's like well, I have to pay off the car loan. Why do I need the car? It's like well, I gotta drive to work somehow, and right. th- uh, that problem uh, that that was a problem. And I, you know, and I just just the the fi- the just the, the, what I, I, what I, what I said, what I really wanted. And I like, I think we do this. I think this just goes back to the, to the lack point. What I really wanted at the time was to, was an independence because right. it was after the car accident and I was in the hospital for a month and then outpatient rehab. And I was just so dependent on other people. And so I thought that a car, cause this is like, um, it's been a, maybe a long time since we talked about this, but like the, the way that, um, especially in this country, um, the way that we talk about freedom is as it's though you can acquire it as though it is a purchasable good. And we'll, we'll talk about um, freedom in a different way when we uh, out in the new year, when we talk about Sartre and being in nothingness, because I think he's really good on this point in that book. Um, But I, I thought like I, I, I'm going to be purchasing freedom. You get some wheels you get to, you know, you hit the open road, you can do whatever. And, and I wanted to, to feel, uh, you know, more, more independent. And what, what did I actually do was I became more dependent uh, right. and, and more it, like, and I think that this is another sort of psychical thing. Like it's, it's easier to become dependent and indebted to things than to people, you know, like you For feel sure. like when For you sure. feel indebted to a person that feels worse and indebted to a thing, to a bank, and, to a yes, yeah, to a bank.
1: You to know, I ba- mean, it's true. It is interestingly true, right? Like, if if you were in, if you had to be indebted to Mister Potter <laughs> rather than to this anonymous <laughs> bank, yeah, yeah I yeah. think it would have it would have been more difficult. I think, yeah, right. I agree. Like, if you said, like, okay, I'm no longer going to be dependent on my parents, but instead I'm going to be dependent on Mister Potter. Yeah, and I think it you'd you might have thought twice before you bought the car, but I think that the fact that it's just the anonymous bank, the thing, mm-hmm. I think you're really right. I think there's really something to that, and I think it's important that banks do not personify themselves.
0: Well, it's like is right? Deal or No Deal the best example of this? Did you ever watch that show? I never watched this show. You never no. watched that. Ta- Man, never Todd, watched it once. Tell know, me, tell me. What? People will know what I'm talking about. Is that there's Deal or No Deal? There is the a figure of the bank. It, on the show but it is a person in a room in a darkened room and it just it just says bank under the person's name and so it's like the is there
1: the, is there visage dark so you can't yes, see them you at can't all. See oh them. wow you oh, can't wow. see
0: it's so it's like um it's like uh uh what's the um what's the film oh my god why am i i'm, I'm gonna blow oh every uh, Testament testament dr mabuza thank you very much I love you. Is that what you had in mind? That is exactly what I had in mind. (laughs) Yes. It is. It it is like Testament of Dr. Mabusa. That is exactly what it looks like. Um, And uh, and but I think that for for a, a, a reference that is more typically in my wheelhouse, this often comes up in Hallmark movies where like there's a problem with the bank. And there's, like, the there really isn't an avatar of the bank. If there is, they're, like, always in, like, a stretch limousine or something like that. They're just not really people. Yeah. They're not, like, they're named not people. characters. Yeah. And I think that that – but that uh, makes graphic – by the way, I watched the best Hallmark film last night. It's called Lights, Camera, Christmas. It's the eight and a half of Hallmark films. Where oh, two my people, God. It's where two people fall in love on the set of a basically a Hallmark film. Like, it's a making of – like a a a Hallmark type film for a wow, diegetically incredible. Incredible. it's it's a, absolutely incredible but
1: I'm going to go the other way while we're on this little Christmas digression. Oh, go ahead. <laughs> do not do not do not watch the Lindsay Lohan <gasps> Falling for Christmas.
0: Yeah, I thought it was kind of disappointing yeah. too. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I was a bummer, but you know what I thought the things they did that just for our, our just for a little bit of break here. The I thought the things they did in that movie that were um like specific to like th- that were unique to that thing like what, what what they were trying to do i thought those things were good but the things that were bad about the movie was it was really trying to be a hallmark film as like it, but it just did the genre things like there was this like uh product placement for netflix out of nowhere it's trying to do these like all these establishing shots all the time like you yeah. literally fall into the person you don't kiss until the end like it it yeah. it, it, it and it clarified that it, it kind of like for me that like the Hallmark genre, like that, it, the Hallmark has made itself its own genre. Now these other places are trying to do the same They're thing. And now Hallmark yeah. is doing the eight and a half of Hallmark. They're doing this That's like fascinating. formally really, really, really different things. Yeah, and interesting. Netflix I mean, the other thing,
1: like like, like I think you could, I would say this about the falling for Christmas, that you could, it's, it doesn't take much to think about how you could make that into
0: a good film. Well, like isn't the most a- interesting thing about it is that the 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 love int- the male love interest, not the guy she falls in love with, but the guy she's going to be engaged to, is probably queer. But the, they just hint at it. They don't like like your. You're I nef- know that's bad. That, and and by the way, ne- Hallmark, there's a, there's a um a a, a a gay Christmas film Sunday premiering. So it's like okay. if you think you're doing the Hallmark film where you don't really lean into like queer themes, like Hallmark's already doing it. So I know. I, I don't know here's I don't know what the, here's is the trying main to do. problem:
1: you you can't have the capitalist end up being a good guy at the end. No, that's right? a good point. You just can't. It's it's yeah. you cannot have a Christmas film like that. Just like yeah. it's true of the disaster film too. If the if the capitalist is a good guy, it's just not a it's not a it, it's not a disaster film.
0: That guy plays right? the same role in th- in at least two other Christmas films oh, this, well, this year. He
1: he he. I play is a generous <laughs> term. <laughs> That's the other thing I would say about that yeah, film. Like like I I thought she was pretty good in Mean I Girls but like uh, I don't know. Yeah. It's a rough, thought, it's rough yeah. acting wise, I have to say. Anyway, yeah. uh, we support I Lowe felt like I know, I felt like I was owed something after seeing through that film. <laughs> so I felt like I was indebted or someone That's owed funny. a debt to me. I thought That's Netflix owed me a certain amount of money after that. But let me just say that I think that the like the 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 structure of the the way in which the debt lures us I think is mm-hmm. really I think that that can't be understated and I I want to s- turn to a different film from the <laughs> I don't I don't even think I should use this in the same sentence with Falling for Christmas but <laughs> there's a great film and it's wildly underrated I think called mm-hmm. In Time part of oh, the yeah, reason yeah. it's underrated it has Justin Timberlake doesn't ruin it. So that's the, but it has Amanda Seafried who's remarkable, right? She's just mm-hmm, remarkable. Mm-hmm. She she it's basically a Co star. Me Girls
0: co star. I, I like how you how you got here. That's true.
1: I got the that's yeah. the connection. Yeah. Uh who was far outstripped the the lead from that yeah. that film. Uh
0: so so is Regina George. I mean, that's. You know, Jonathan Bennett, it's unbelievable. Uh, Lindsay Lowen's love interest in that film, he, who's gay in, in real life, he's the star of the gay Christmas film. It's going to be on Hallmark oh, on Sunday. Wow. So there wow. you go. There you go. A lot, of, yeah. a lot of mean girls' connections. A lot of mean girls' uh,
1: connections. But um, so In Time is with Amanda Seafree, Justin like and it's basically a Bonnie and Clyde story set in the future in a world where rather than trading money, they the commodity is time. And so you have a thing on your arm, a clock that is constantly ticking down. And mm-hmm. when it gets to zero, you're dead. So they, they have the ability to preserve life. The conceit of the film is they have the ability to preserve life infinitely, but they, they create an artificial scarcity. And mm-hmm. then uh, Timberlake and Siegfried go around and steal time. Like she's the yeah. daughter of a rich, a, 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 a man who has billions of hours of time. Mm. And she ends up running. He comes to the guy's house, and he she ends up running away with him. And they they become lovers, and they rob bank. They rob banks just like <laughs> banks of time, and they mm. give it to the, the just like Robin. They just they redistribute it. And, and but what's interesting is they don't like Robin Hood is charitable, right? Like mm-hmm. the redistribution is charitable. Their redistribution is political. So they mm. by redistributing the time in this like wild way they throw off the entire temporal economy because like the the whole economy depends upon people feeling indebted of, indebted relative to how much time they have so you're all yeah. you're always behind the eight ball and you're you're barely making enough to live even the next day right so now you, you th- have to
0: yeah yo you wanted to talk about this this connection between temporality and the the the, 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 the commodification of time
1: Right. Absolutely. Right. Right. Like time is a, that's the whole point of the film that time. And I think that, I mean, the reason I I think people didn't like the film, they're like, that's a little too obvious. I kind of like obvious Uh, (laughs) that, that, that time is like the, that time itself becomes the commodity that we don't have enough of, and that we're always feeling like we're in debt about. So this constant debt relative to our own existence, our own temporality, I think is, to me, that's really the this incredible, it's what I think we've all, we often talk about, it's a wonderful life. And I mentioned Potter. It's a wonderful life a film about debt. And Capra has an earlier film, the first real Capra film called American madness, which is also set in a bank and tells, mm. it's, basically, it's the same kind of idea. It doesn't have the nice Christmas ending. Uh It's very good though. But basically Hollywood avoids the question of debt in a, yeah. in a remarkable way. I mean, if you think about it, like what's the, it should be the thing that almost every, not almost every audience member could identify with, and, mm-hmm. and 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 like it speaks to them. And yet, it's 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 so carefully avoided by so many Hollywood films. So I think it's a, time it's a really threat. It's, like debt is the threat, yeah, or bankruptcy
0: yeah. is the threat, and then it's never. But what if this person is in debt and they are bankrupt?
1: Right, right. What Do we then? see someone struggling with their debt during the? Timing, time of the f- running time of the film, almost never.
0: Usually, given MacGuffin, how much all right. of
1: us struggle with our debt throughout <laughs> our, the running time of our lives, of our lives, yeah. You Wouldn't you think that that would be part of what the film would depict? But it's it's incredibly rare. I think. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, it's t- yeah. Typically, typically, it's the like it. It is the uh the uh, the rocket booster to get to what the point of the film actually right. wants to do. Right. You right. know, like right. it's uh. Um, you know what, like uh, Janet Lee in Psycho. I mean, that's part of why I said I said MacGuffin, right? Like, you know, she it's not that she's in debt, but she doesn't well, her, have the money. But her to-
1: her her future partner is in debt. I think, right? He oh, has that's to pay right. off that's because right. yes. he's getting divorced. He doesn't have enough to afford right. to pay the divorce and then to set them up, up in, for, for, in yeah for a life. Right. And so that's why he won't marry. I always thought that was dubious. <laughs> I think he just, I don't think he wants to get married. That's what I always yeah.
0: thought. Yeah. I, uh, yeah. I have, he, I have suspicions about that guy too. I don't think he was telling the full story. So. I know she shows
1: up with the money. Let's say Norman doesn't kill her. And he's like, wait a minute, wait a minute. Uh, there's something uh, Wait, else. You took me, know. you
0: took me seriously. I was just, <laughs> Oh, I we thought we had a good thing going. Oh goodness. Yeah. 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 No, but that's, I think, th- I mean, I think the, cause we were trying to. I'm sure that there is a a, a good example of a film, and obviously, like The Big Short, is about the financial re- recession. Yeah, but we, he, he
1: his name is stricken from the book of life for us. So, <laughs>
0: for, <laughs> fair, yes, that is true. That's McKay, right? For the
1: what's the the asteroid film, whatever. Yeah, it's no. It's, Let's it's, not even say the name of the film. We would not
0: even get into it because yeah. it literalizes the problem and it shifts yeah. what the problem actually is. That's yes, sort of our yeah. quick take on that. Yeah. The um, but it, w- I think. And there probably is a good, like a, like a really good film about that that we're just not thinking about. Um, I mean like, but think about a film, uh, what is it? Like, I don't know, like Shawshank Redemption, yeah. you know, like, like, like that, um, the, it's the, the dead is not, is not the part of it. Like, I mean, like, I think part of, part of what, well, I think part of what is so appealing about that film for a lot of people is this, like the unlikely overcoming, right? That's yeah. what. That's yeah. what is like very uh, appealing about that movie. And so even if there was the, the a, a debt central film, it's like what you what happens is a that you that you wanna see, you get it or, or the or the Hollywood is invested in showing is the unlikely overcoming. And then as Slavoy often talks about relative to other phenomena, you typically don't get the uh, there's no day after and there and that's there's right. no that's right, you, you know, like there's no when you go because into it, debt it, again. Exactly. Because <laughs> if you did, that's my that was going to be my point. Because if you did do the yeah. day after of the unlikely overcoming debt, it's going to be going into debt again. And I mean, and right. that would make a really right. provocative point. Uh, yeah, that'd be a great capital. Film, but that'd nobody's going to make that. No, right. no one's going to make that. Nobody's
1: going to make that. <laughs> I, I mean, it's interesting because I was thinking as you're talking, even the even the great heist films, none of them are about... Mm the people who do performing the heist are struggling with debt and they have to get out of it and they perform the heist.
0: Think about point break. I mean, like they're living, they're living this great, like bohemian surfer life. It's not right. really about it's they're, they're not, I mean, that's an, that's also, I think a pretty good Robin hood, uh, It is. it is, you know, it's yeah. a film, but, but it's it's same, same thing. Yeah. they yeah. the people who are doing the bank robbing. It's I mean, but that's, that's kind of why that, that film is really good. Is that cause they don't need the money. Like I don't know. Right. I think like, but
1: but that's well. But I, it's family. hard. Like in oceans, Danny Ocean yeah. doesn't need the money. It's very yeah. hard to think of a film where the Rafifi maybe right. Like the, yeah. I think that he's desperate for the money, right? Uh, and there's a, but that's a French. You know, that's yeah. a French film. That's a little different. It's probably the best heist film I've ever made. I probably mm. most likely, but. Uh, but the other, I mean, most heist films, it's hard to think of where it's the, like there's a debt, and then there's the heist, and then you you're you get the day after, right? Like you just yeah. don't
0: you don't really get well, that. Well, but this, so let's go. I'm glad you you brought us to to the heist film. What is the problem in the heist film? Isn't it always just one more job? Yeah. So yeah. so it's so it's not a so it, it it um it has the structure that we're trying to draw out of debt as a concept, even though. Uh, debt as content is not in the film, so I think yeah, it, I think he,
1: that's true. Yeah, it has the
0: it has the form that we're trying to draw out of of debt, but it doesn't endow it with that content.
1: That's so absolutely think. right because you never you never have performed enough heist to satisfy the desire to heist, right? Yeah. Like you, uh, yeah. right, right. I think it's which is true of debt too. Like right when yeah. you think you're out. I mean, or the, the line from Godfather too, right? Just when I get out, they pull me back in. Like, that's, that's the logic that's of from, death. I think that's why time. that line speaks to people so much. Because, yeah. no, I mean, no one is in the mafia, right? Like, no. I mean, when I say no one, I mean, like, the percentage is so small, it's, it's insignificant. Well,
0: yeah, but, like, no one hits 700 home runs in baseball. It's right, the same, right, right, exactly. It's <laughs> the same <laughs> thing. It's like four it's people, same, same thing. thing. Yeah.
1: It's the same thing. But, and yet everyone loves to quote that line they love that you know just when i got out they brought me because Pulling i me think everyone feels that way and i think debt is one of the main ways that they feel it this like i just i'm on the verge of getting out and then they pull me back in
0: mhm that is godfather 3 i want to be very clear
1: isn't it godfather 2
0: no it is not that is the best, the 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 line in godfather 3 because what uh michael tries to do is he tries to get he tries to cleanse his soul by going to be involved in the church and he finds out they're just as corrupt as Things that he's been doing his whole life. That's, wow! Yeah, really. The idea of that film is is great. I think. I think it's. I uh,
1: always thought that that had the potential to be the best of the. To, it, it, it's almost my favorite, except it, it, if Winona Ryder had been in it, Ooh. she got she had a breakdown. You know this story? Yeah. Like she was going to be the the, the Sofia part, Coppola character.
0: Yeah, 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 and
1: and then you know maybe maybe it's the best one. Maybe
0: but yeah. I don't know. It has the, I, it potentially has the best idea. I, I think. I think. I, I'm. I feel pretty confident in saying that.
1: Like, you get the murder well. of the pope in the beginning, right? So yeah. There's that whole thing, yeah. and yeah, yeah. I, I'm. Yeah. i That's one. Could we didn't talk about that as a conspiracy theory <laughs> that we might believe, but I might believe that one. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's pretty funny. That's pretty, yeah. That's yeah, pretty good. Yeah. Um. Yeah. But I think that like uh, the the line like you know the are you the, sure it's
1: from three? I can't. Yes. I, I'm, Todd. I'm, yes. Come okay. On. I'm gonna edit out your the fact that you've got this wrong later.
0: <laughs> no, you don't have to. I you
1: don't. Have I'm to. just kidding. I know it's me. I'm it's my error. It's gonna stay
0: in. Okay. No, no, it's fine. No, it's good. Yeah. Yes, leave it in. I want you to listen. Right, I back will leave to it. it. In. Yeah. And and remember and watch Godfather three. I mean, kind of a. Christmas I am gonna film. rewatch. Yes,
1: although I I don't. I'm I'm an anti mob movie kind of. I person. know. I know. I know. You know. Yeah. It's my own limitation. Uh,
0: But that's, we'll talk, I think we'll probably talk about that when we get back to our Hollywood genres and we do the
1: gangster film. film. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So, uh, topic, topic for another time, but that line, the Michael Corleone line from Godfather three is that what you're, you're, you're right about this appeal. Is that like, but the, the thing is it's not as Michael is saying what Michael is saying is that like he thought he was out and then he gets pulled back in as that's the negative, but what we're trying to say is that's the appeal of debt is that you always get pulled back in is that the, the appeal is that you do it's not Michael's position where he wishes he was out. It's like, like you like consciously, yes, everyone wishes that they're out of debt. I wish that I was out of debt. That would be really great. I think about it a lot of the time, but, but the, but then, you know, you think about what are the things you're going to do after you're out of debt and they're all more debt or just different debt. You know, it's, right. it's, it's new debt in different places. It's like, it's in, it has that, uh, it, the debt has the new car smell that I became intoxicated with in 2007, for example. That's so, really good.
1: Yeah. It's really good because I, I think it's such a good point about the difference between your conscious wish and your unconscious desire, right? Like you're, yes. of mm-hmm. course your conscious wish is to get out of debt. It's everybody's yeah. except the, you know, the, 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 manipulative capitalist right like who mm-hmm. understands how to use debt. like Trump he's very he's very like I'm I am I'm the king of debt right like yes. that, yeah. so so except for people like that the conscious wishes to get out of debt but the unconscious desire I think mm. that's, this is a nice one that shows the opposition is to remain in debt w- mm. or to incur a new debt so i think that that's pretty that's pretty good i mean the other thing i i i I think we have to talk about. I mean, we've talked about it psychically how capitalism (laughs) depends on debt, but I think it also, you know, Marx was even very clear about this. That he he says capitalism didn't invent credit, but it might as well have. Right? Like it's Mm. the first system that structurally relies on debt to sustain itself. So Mm -hmm. so capitalism goes into a new area. What's the first thing it does? It peddles commodities, and then. Obviously, the people in the new area have no money to buy the commodity because right. m- their money is, doesn't relate to the money that if they do have their own form of money, it doesn't translate to the money of the, of the incoming capitalist. Mm-hmm. So what do you have to do? You have to, you have to go into debt to buy the thing, and then you have to, just like you had to do w- with your job at Walmart, you have to <laughs> yeah. get a job to mm-hmm. pay back the debt that you had to buy the commodity. And I think that that, like, that initial that surplus value which then becomes profit, mm. depends upon—it comes from either an a external space to capitalism, so capitalism moves into some new space where it didn't exist before, or it comes from the future. And I think mm. that's a—I think people don't think about that enough when they think about capitalism. That And you often—I think we're hearing this more and more, that it, if capitalism isn't growing, it's dying. If a yeah. certain enterprise isn't growing, it's dying. But what they mean by that is it has to be growing because it has to be getting its its profit its surplus value from the future and mm-hmm. so it has to there has to be this promise of more that then comes from the future and and and, and that's why debt is is requisite for the accumulation of capital right like mm. if there's there's without that opening to more in the future where's the more coming from right because there's yeah. a like there's what what is present now is is what there is right like that's the capital that there is so where do you get more well you can either get more from going to another place and now the whole globe is pretty much covered by capitalist economy so you have mm. to look to the future right like that's yes. i mean that's the great line from Chinatown <laughs> you know like when when Jake Getty says to Noah Cross he says Hi, you know I just how much are you worth and, and Noah Cross like what? I don't even understand the question a lot <laughs> and and Jake goes well what I don't understand is you know how much better could you eat what could you buy that you don't already have right and Noah Cross goes the future Mr Getz, the future right like that idea of and that to me is just about the the very structure of capitalism and the role that debt plays in opening it up to the future,
0: yeah, that's re- that's really really nice. I I know I've mentioned this uh, before. My my uh, my friend uh, Amy Bong B A H uh, N G. If anyone wants to look this up, she's written a really nice book on uh, for Duke uh, about uh, financial speculation and speculative fiction. And like the draw the line that she draws, like like sort of exhaustively, is that there there isn't anything more real about speculative futures markets than there is about uh speculative fiction about Oh wow. It. Yeah, yeah, it's it's really really yeah. I'm simplifying her argument what she does, but that's the that's the broad stroke what she gets it's into in that good. book. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's re- it's really good. I like to teach from it um from uh, from time to time when it's uh, when it's relevant. But but that I, I think the the idea what I want to add to this is like something that uh that we talk about before uh, is that like it isn't it's it's a it's kind of a two-step thing. It's not just the it's not just the future, it's that but the future has to also remain predictably and reliably to the shape of the present. Yeah. You know, because it can't, it can't be too different. If it's too different, then you can't know that you, not, you can't not, not know because you can't know whatever you can't speculate that the thing is going to be, whatever thing is that you're speculating on is going to be worth anything. So it's this tie where the future has to both, um, it has to end here greater value, but also remain stubbornly the same. And you can right. see that with like, uh, with j- like the, the lockdown portion of the pandemic for, uh, the U S in, it was what, like three weeks, people weren't on cruise ships. And then that <laughs> whole industry needed, needed to be They're bailed out. out. Yeah, And then, yeah. and, and I, you know, I said this when we, we talked with, um, with, with Astra that like, and then a, a boat, gets sideways in the Suez canal and people all over the world can't get Amazon packages. And that like, like, so the the thing for all these markets and for these companies is that, uh, tomorrow, next month, next year, it needs to look a lot like today, but a little bit better financially speaking. That's what, that's what they need. And I think that, and so one of the things that I think makes a lot of, uh, living like existentially very hard is that because that's what these that's what these markets and these companies need we do feel locked into this relentless present where like our life looks really the same day to day year to year and a little bit worse not a little bit better and so there's that like again there's that there's that asymmetry is that like of of how how does how does debt operate for us and how does debt operate you know for them to just to, to make it an uh, us versus them thing. And it's, it's also that that also ties into what does the future need to look like as well. And all of that, uh, uh, uh tapestry, I think it like it, 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 it comes together to, to create this thing where like, you see like the, what the, what the future, the asymmetry of what the future needs to look like for the capitalist, what the future needs to look like for, you know, me and you, uh, yeah. and, and, you know, any, any, the, the 99%, right. To go back to the Occupy, uh, yeah. movement slogan is, is that, that, uh, that asymmetry is crucial to how, uh, debt functions and, and as this, as the, as the, I don't know, would you say the engine of the, uh, of the economy? It has to be. I, mean, I think it's, it's
1: probably- absolutely the engine yeah. of the capitalist economy, right? Yeah. Like, I think that's the thing that doesn't, which again, makes it so striking that it doesn't get, uh, played out really in any popular media like there's no there's no like well that would be
0: exactly why right wouldn't that be our right that be I know point? I know It's just psychically that, right? too much but but yeah, yeah it's yeah. too
1: central right like I think yeah. that that's the but it's it's just I, I find it fascinating because the other thing is it's it it's like it's the stuff of a thriller right like mm-hmm. it's not like I mean there's a lot of, like okay I understand why there's more romantic comedies that are about the time before you get married and when mm-hmm. you first fall in love, then that, that, that your entire, the entire married course of a married life, right? Like that, mm-hmm. that, that, that's okay. Like you could, you could maybe argue that, Oh, well, there's a, there's a lot of like tension and, and excitement within the married life, but, <laughs> but okay. It makes sense that like the, the real time of like tension and, and excitement and thrill is, is before, right? Like that makes mm-hmm. sense. But the, the debt thing, I don't think it, it doesn't work that way because there's tons of tension within debt. There's a mm. ton of, like you could, there's tons of like, you could, there, there's a lot of great villains in the world of debt, <laughs> yeah. right? Yeah. Like, like Hitchcock's great line, we cited all the time, the villain makes the picture. Well, yeah. you could make a great film about debt and it's a wonderful life's the perfect example, right? Like, Mr. Potter is a phenomenal villain, and he—he's a—he creates—he's like a walking debt machine. <laughs> yeah. That's what he does. He creates debt.
0: You know what his best line I, is? I just—I'm sorry. The best line no, is—the best line is after uh, George Bailey wants to live again, and he's just running around Bedford Falls saying uh, "Merry Christmas" to everybody. And he bashes on Potter's door and he says, Merry Christmas, Mr. Potter. And then um, uh, Barrymore says, and a happy new year to you, too, in jail. And it's this (laughs) little pause. It's like you can hear. I'm certain that, that it was written with a dash to in jail. You could just hear it you can just hear yeah. the dash before he says in jail it's anyway that's the best line that's but pretty sorry, great please pretty you're great. right no but he's
1: a great villain and yeah. so it's again it just makes it so striking that there that there were these films about debt in the 30s and 40s and then mm-hmm. and then kind of a just a, a an absence of them
0: after well so, so, well it seems like, well so this is this is interesting because i mean you would, what would be the obvious answer is the great depression as yeah, would yeah. would be would yeah. be what, and it's almost like that was like I find this really I find this really interesting in media. I'm writing a little little piece on this. Might maybe it would come up in some months, but like I think you would say that the Great Depression was just it touched too many people for it to be ignored. Even like even it not being talked about directly, but just like the ideas yes. of of debt and and being uh, you know and 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 not having enough. And, and really being like, you know, living day to day. And I, I think that, that that's probably true. Um, but I, I'm not, I don't know that, that I would be satisfied completely with that answer because there is, and I feel pretty confident saying this, you are not going to see the pandemic in many movies and many TV shows. It's just no, not going to No, it's be amazing.
1: There. I know. It's I know. not
0: going to happen. And that happened to the whole world. That happened to everybody. Right. So right. I think it's, um, so people are bored so, by it immediately. I right. think they that's just don't, yeah. yeah. Cuz you want to you would want to say like I mean what what's a more universal thing right. than the than a pandemic? And the uh but it but it hasn't it, it what what has I th- it is completely almost completely foreclosed in uh, in media and to the, like, it's the amazing. Right. Right. It is. Yeah. Like I, there's really, there are some exceptions like the, like the most recent season of shameless repeatedly. It is like, it's just in the pandemic people. They're wearing masks. Like they, that that they, they went into it. And then another one is the, um, the most recent season of it's always sunny in Philadelphia is very much invested, uh, in oh. different ways, but, it, but these are comedies. I think that might right. be in dark comedies right. as right. well. So I'm, maybe there, there's something in there, but, but yeah, I, I think, um, because your your point was just that like in 30s and 40s this was present, and then it just it seems to have evaporated. And I don't know. I don't. I don't. I don't think I know exactly what to what to do with that. I don't know that that I have like. Well, I mean, one l- like one idea. Well,
1: that. one idea. Maybe it's not even psychic. One idea is like you know the writers for those films were Marxists. I mean, yeah. So yeah, Dalton you know, it's Trumbull, possible. Right? Didn't he write? Yeah, Trumbo wrote life, "It's or? a Wonderful Life." Right. Yeah. So you know, I mean, Capra was a, was a, a conservative, but a little more open to certain ideas and, and, and people were pissed. I mean, Republicans in the, in the country, conservatives were pissed. Hmm. So it's not, it's not a, I, I think it's, you know, there's not that many Marxist writers in Hollywood anymore. I mean, I don't yeah. mean to be totally reductive, but I think that there is something to that and, and that there, you know, that, I don't know, there's just, the, like, that, it's just not in, it's not, an, but I think you're right, like, the the centrality of a concern does mm. not mean it's going to manifest itself in, in popular art forms yeah. in any way. I think yeah. you're, it almost could be the reverse, like, something mm-hmm. is so central for people, it never manifests itself.
0: Yeah, it's interesting, I mean, it, it, it's not the, it isn't the case that you don't see uh, films and TV shows where where characters aren't financially struggling it's just that it is always in that like that overcoming sort of arc right, right and right. uh to be to be mired in it is not uh i mean that there i mean i don't i think i don't know what the narrative trajectory is but it would have to be about i don't know commenting on that situation as such i suppose right you know, I or, yeah. or i
1: i mean the the in the novel of course this is not true like yeah there there's plenty of novels that are about about debt. And I mean, Dickens is probably the great
0: debt novel. Yeah. Right. Maybe yeah. that has to do with time. And yeah. Maybe that's, maybe that's why in time was your, was your uh, film that, it, and it, it's about debt, but it changes it to be about temporality. About time. Right. It yeah. has to
1: shift the turf really in a way. Yeah. I don't, I mean, it's interesting because even the films, there's a couple of films about the, the crash of 2008 that mm-hmm. came out from Hollywood there's this one called Larry Crown it's with Tom Hanks and Julia these are neither of them are good uh mm-hmm. Julia Robertson and, and Tom Hanks and and he did he loses his job and he undergoes retraining and then that leads mm-hmm. him to a job so I've always thought this training <laughs> thing was such a funny like okay there's not enough jobs offered but you're under gonna go undergo retraining and then right. you're gonna get a job that does I never understood that I mean obviously people need training to do whatever but uh Mm -hmm. like that it's such a it's such a non-structural
0: way to understand how capitalism works right well can't well can we talk about this like because you just brought up the recession i mean you're you're gonna mention another film but like you're
1: it's called in the company of men or uh, company man or something okay oh it's with ben affleck and uh maybe tommy lee jones something but it's also bad it's also about like not it doesn't really take the problem of debt seriously.
0: Well, or the problem of recession, because isn't your point yeah, that under yeah. capitalism a recession is the result of too much? Too much. It's the result of excess yeah. too much product. Right. right. And like right. that's so, just like this incredible right. thing that you you shouldn't you wouldn't think, but but is right. How could that cause
1: level? a problem? Right? right? How could having too much, how could having an excess be but I think it's interesting because uh, it's just like the way in which obviously you can die from not eating too much, but you can also die from eating too, you know, from not mm-hmm. eating enough. But you can also die from eating too much. Capitalism doesn't typically die from or or have a crisis by not having enough, but by by this over overstuffing itself. And I think it's, it's interesting it's the Mr. role Caruso that debt, from
0: meaning that's of Correct.
1: Life. Yeah, it's, that's correct. Uh, it's interesting because that the role that debt plays in that is that it that debt fuels this hyper over production of the, of the commodity. And I mean, debt allows companies to, to build new factories if they're making mm-hmm. anything or to mm-hmm. hire more people do. And and then they can, they can expand and then they can create more of the commodity that they're selling. And then the question is, is there going to be enough? Uh, is the, is the, is the market going to be able to absorb that excess? And, the, and, and, and if it, the answer is no, then there's a, you know, on a large scale, then there's a, then there's a recession, and so it's 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 interesting the role that debt, like the control over debt, is the is really the mechanism by which the economy tries to uh, try by by which the Federal Reserve tries to keep the economy between hyperinflation and too much unemployment, right? Like that's the mm-hmm. that's basically the wager, and it's it's all ac- accomplished through the control of debt. So I think, I almost think it's hard to really overestimate the role that debt plays in structuring our everyday lives, which again comes back to this in, incredible question of why debt isn't central to what we talk about and think about artistically all the time.
0: Mm, mm. Yeah. It's, doesn't it, isn't it just one of those things? I don't know. I, I think it, it's uh, one of those things that you think is like, well, there's no there there. Like, what else are you going to say? Like there's debt, but I think that like because maybe it's just so, I I I, I don't know. This, I think this might be my, my answer is that like it, it is so present, it is so banal and so regular. And I also think it's sometimes personal. It's like a little embarrassing. Like I mean, yeah. when I was telling that my little story, I felt a little embarrassed. Like I shouldn't have I shouldn't have bought the car. Like you're filled with like uh, guilt. Well, right.
1: I, that's over. an interesting thing, right? The way in which guilt, like debt, is is attached to guilt. Right, which yeah, okay, like we know something about
0: superego, right? That
1: <laughs> <But laughs> yeah. guilt doesn't make you not do something; it makes yeah. you do it more. Right, like mm. the more you feel guilty about something, the more you indulge in it, not the less that you do. Right, mm. so I think that's a really important thing about the psychic power of debt over us. That debt makes us feel guilty about being in debt, and mm. and 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 it and that makes us. Tied to our debt even more, I think, or, or to our status as indebted. So I think yeah. that's really, I and mean, that's one of the ways it functions psychically. And that's one of the ways that capital takes advantage of debt, right? Like it, 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 it gets people to feel bad about being indebted while then constantly seducing them and, and not just seducing them, requiring them to be in debt, right? Like you, it is impossible unless you have money from the past you mm-hmm. cannot be a capitalist subject that is free of debt just because of the way they pay right mm-hmm. like i was saying this to you before that 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 they don't pay, you know nobody pays a job you either get paid at the end of the week but usually you get paid at the end of the subsequent week right like yes, so you've right, right. you've here at UVM we get paid at the end of the every two weeks but for not for the two weeks we've just worked right so right. it's not you're never even paid on t- but like <laughs> why aren't you paid like I work an hour, I get paid. Like, let's see the money right now. Okay, yeah, why? Right, why, right. why should I trust you to give me the money? And why should I loan you my money? While I mean, I've already worked for it; I've earned it. Why should I loan it to you? Up, you know, until but Todd, you know you what I, those
0: jobs are? Th- that's getting paid under the table. That's what getting that's paid right. under the no, table I, is. You're know, actually paid on time. Yeah,
1: I know it's fascinating. So and it has I used to be to, out of the system. Has to be out of system, right? I used to yeah. work at the, when I was in college. I used to work sometimes in the summer at a temporary employment agency. And one of the ways the guy would try to sit, like sometimes I'd be like, I just worked a night thing and I, did, I was tired, you know, obviously. Mm-hmm. And I didn't, he's like, and the guy would call me to go cash job, cash job. And it's just, it's just those two words. I'd go, all right, I'll go do it. So, because I knew for the very thing that you said, I knew that I would be get getting paid right on time. And that, yeah. that was a, that was you know, and I, I think you're right. Like it's only under the table, like babysitter or whatever, or whatever mm-hmm. kind of day labor. Like that's the only time you get paid on time. And I think mm-hmm. that that's, the, that's one of the secret ways in which the capitalist is in debt to the worker, but it's never even called a debt, right? Like yeah. it's just, it's it, it, instead, it like forces the worker to be in debt. Like mm-hmm. you got to go in debt to get your apartment because the capitalist isn't paying you on time, so that you have a place to live, right? Like yeah. I think it works. I, I I think that's a really crucial aspect of the way that debt functions within. Like all these psychic things are really important, but I think that that's one of the ways in which capitalism really takes advantage of 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 debt in the way that it can f- absolutely force debt upon you.
0: Mm. You know, I think that, I think someone could make a good movie about this. I think, cause you identified it cause we got to this under the table thing. So you just, you have the juxtaposition of someone as a babysitter working as a babysitter and then somebody going to do like a first job after right. college or, you know what? And then you have that, like, why was that? Um, I don't know what the, uh, you know, maybe this is the thing too, is that like the, the horizon, the, the, my imagination is that like, well, um, capitalism can't be the villain. In the film, it has to be a person, and it's like no, of course it can be the villain. It's just not yeah. like that, you know. It like, never
1: is, right? It yeah. never is. Yeah. I can't yeah. think. I mean, that there we're gonna we're gonna it'll be till the cows come home that we can think of a. a I mean, Hell or High Water. Slight, we've talked about that film before. It's slightly, yeah, it's slightly it keeps capitalism. It is, it's
0: the bank, yeah, you know, it
1: does. It's the bank. It's the yeah. bank, but it's faceless. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. pretty. It's pretty interesting along those lines, I think, because it does it does try to keep capitalism as the villain but it's the it's these i mean the a guy even says i hope you i hope you screw over these banks by paying them with what you've stole from them that's the right. texas way and i thought right, right, i don't right. think that's the texas way <laughs> i think the texas <laughs> way is these people shooting them when they're coming out of the bank actually yes that
0: would be the, yeah. yeah that's if that's that was the texas. the texas way we'd be a much healthier country uh yeah but, that's yeah. true that's yeah true. that'd be it would um, be a
1: far different place yeah
0: it's more like it, it plays out more like we've said uh, before um, about uh um, oh my god Daniel Plainview oh uh there will be blood it's more yeah, that yeah, it's, yeah. it's more that all the sins of capitalism they get concretized in one person so you, you're like Wolf of Wall Street or Wall Street like it's like it's one okay you just
1: figure. named two of my least favorite all-time films <laughs> for for exactly that reason right aren't they the most mystifying films imaginable right like yeah. and what I hate about it is that they attract certain Okay, don't email me and tell me they're really great. I just don't want to hear it. So, um they attract a certain kind of like anti Okay, I'm totally for their anti-capitalist like and and they they see these films are like, look how negatively the capitalist is being portrayed. I love it. But of course, it's exactly the problem because the capitalism's been completely personified in a single bad individual. Yes. Right? A psychotic individual. Yes. So then you can say like, "Oh, the problem is in capitalism. The problem is Jordan Belfort or whatever yep. Daniel Plainville, whatever his name is, right?" Yeah, like yeah. I think that, yeah. that that I think that yeah, those films. I mean, there will be blood. To me, is the worst because it took a it took a novel which is yes. about unionization <laughs> and then stripped mm-hmm. all that part out and then like created the <laughs> the the film that, that completely formed a misleading image of capitalism. So
0: yeah, you know. No, I think that's yeah. a think that's a per, per, perfectly encapsulated, um, and I mean also you know you you give this long title and you oil with an exclamation point like a musical Come on, that should be a musical actually a it musical, should be a musical a musical yeah. about unionization I would pay yeah. I, I'd pay uh, uh, Hamilton bucks to see that, that well
1: that's an interesting question too right like why isn't like Every musical is really about unionization. But why isn't there a really explicit <laughs> film about unionization? Like there mm. there's a little bit like, you know these uh, Gold Diggers of 1935 like those, oh, yeah, 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 Yeah. Yeah, that's the pretty great and they're kind of about that, but uh, that film's kind of about that, but uh not not really. I mean it it's I mean the musical's really all about the about the coming together of the collective, I think.
0: You in, know I I hate to do this because it's a uh, it's an entire genre of media that you don't have any familiarity with but this happens all the time in uh jrpgs japanese role-playing games i've Ah. mentioned this to you before it's like uh like your final fantasy uh, dragon quest tales of series like it is almost always a uh a a collective forms and the the for people who are never going to play a game or have never played video games so i'm gonna this is what People just and what I think confirms their radicality is that as a genre, this gets really easily dismissed by people as like comfort food. It just always does the same thing. And one of the sort of like the memes about the JRPG, and this is it is actually true, is that in the beginning of the game, you're like gathering five items for make a birthday cake for your best friend. And then at the end of the game, you and your new best friends, you go and kill God. That's, but that is what happens. And like all of them is that like, yeah. there's, there's some, uh, like, like world damaging or world ending, uh, terror and you and a group of people form a collective to not, you you're not just, a, you, you're not just destroying the threat, but you are fundamentally reorienting the world as such. Wow. And it happens all great. the time. Ta- it happens all the times in these games. Like I one of them I that I told you about, Tales of Vesperia, is probably one of my favorites because the solution to saving the world and the I'm not gonna get into the details of it, but the solutions to saving the world in the end is to make it more vulnerable, which I think is an incredible. It's, pretty idea. Great. it's, it's pretty a great. great idea. I don't know that great. I've ever seen that in film. You know, yeah, I don't and, I can't
1: think of one. The other thing I would say is that that uh it's interesting, isn't it, how debt in reality ties us together like yeah. we're all indebted and all I'm indebted to the other person so I have a link to them mm-hmm. or debted to the even the bank. Mm. Uh, but psychically it isolates
0: us. Yes. And that's, I think
1: that's really yeah it's fascinating, right? Like you feel when you feel and when you feel the burden of debt, you feel like I'm all alone here, which is why it's a wonderful life is such a radical thing because he points out like your money's here in his You know, you go ahead and you can do it. You're not going to do it. it. You've done it too many times.
0: But everybody's not here. Your money's in Bill's house. And he doesn't even say that. That's just from, I think, The Simpsons. (laughs) Everybody's (laughs) in Bill's house and Joe's, et cetera. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So, but that's, isn't it great? I mean, that's the point that it's a connective thing. But when you experience yourself psychically in debt and the burden of debt weighing on you, do I declare bankruptcy? How do I get out of it? You... You feel like you're all alone. So yeah. I think that's, and when you get the, obviously, when you get the letter from the bank or when you get the call from the credit company, you feel all alone. So I think that that's, at least I've always felt all alone in those situations, right? Like I feel like, oh my God, who can I turn to? My parents don't have any money. I don't have any money. What am I going to do? Right. So I think that yeah. that, um, that, I think that that's really an important aspect of how it functions. And I think that's why these collective, I really like that that told me my son Dashiell told me about that he loves those games too, oh yeah, yeah for yeah. that reason, like he thinks yeah. there there there's something inherently anti capitalist about that mm-hmm. game because it so emphasizes the the formation of the collective and then the structural change that ensues,
0: yeah, and not to put not to put too fine a point on it, but uh debt makes us a collective, doesn't it right <laughs> I think it does I think yeah. it does,
1: I think that has to be the last line, so yeah. Yeah. So, what's the lesson, Ryan? I don't know. I
0: think the lesson is in time, or for uh, if you're um, if you play video games to uh, play a JRPG and think about think about the trajectory of okay. uh, getting together unlikely band of usually outcasts uh, to together to <clears throat> kill God. So that's okay. uh, that's what happens. That's
1: the lesson. Okay. <laughs> that's over that's and out, Ryan.
0: Over and out, Todd.